Welcome to the Seek Outside Podcast. Yeah, there's there's no question to know. David Lean. And you were the uh, head chapter leader of Colorado VHA? Clay Hayes. Uh, well, I got stalked by a mountain lion, uh, made a fishing pole out of a lodgepole pine. Falconry and bird dogs, can they coexist? Oh man, and do they. Shitty weather and lots of bears. That's what this podcast is about. You made a point when you get up in those high basins and the thunderstorms come rolling in. That's how I got into trail running. Some people are just wired that way. Because I didn't ever have to sing. All I went out and I was like, I'm Alpha, thank you for coming to my play. <laughs> I, uh, I'm Alpha. I was lead in a, in a play about robots. So I was the only one who could make a robot voice. Really? Yeah. Let's hear it. Fuck. Ross the robot voice. In fifth grade, I was Hansel and Gretel. Or I was, I was the witch in Hansel and Gretel. And you were the witch. I was the witch. In Hansel and Gretel. And Pretty then, sure that's the least alpha thing that I've ever done. And then, fifth grade, and then, and then my junior and sophomore year, I did this play where, like, my wife gets murked by a ghost, by my ex-wife's ghost. That was pretty funny. And then, I forgot the other play is. Too many beers over the years. Yeah. Uh-huh. But oh, I was I alpha think. in both of them. I was, like, I was like, yeah, my ex-wife hated me so much, she killed my new wife. That's, uh, you know, that's pretty alpha, That's pretty I guess. sigma. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's the dominant male. If you were a bull elk, you would do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just fucking maim that other person. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we should probably get going. <laughs> we, we're, we're here at Seek Outside headquarters, and we are just drinking Coors Lights, and we are going over all of our... Um, Seek outside, believe it or not, story submissions. So bear with us here. Uh, this is going to be a fun podcast. Uh, had a lot of great submissions here. Um, a lot of people wrote in with their crazy stories. Um, just a r- reminder, this was uh, our <laughs> Seek Outside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, unbelievable! Just silver bullets. <laughs> yep, left and right yep. flowing. <laughs> All right, silver bullets. Um, but yeah, we had had a lot of great submissions. Um, a lot of people writing in their stories about crazy things that happened. We had a lot of bear stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were a lot of bear stories. Yep. Um, bears bears are some, crazy. Bears yeah. are crazy. Yeah, nobody likes bears. Nobody bears likes bears. Yep. 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 I'll just pass these out to you guys. Yeah, here, give me mine. Um, we we have our uh, we've printed out our top three um, entries, and interestingly enough, all three of us um, we have myself, we have Lee Harrison, and we have Owen Tim here on the podcast. We all had uh, uh, different uh, top entries here, so. It'll be, we're going to be doing some discussing. We're going to be finding out which one we want to go with. Who is going to win the Silex? Uh, I'm feeling a lot of power here, you know? I don't think I've read out loud since like... Third grade. Yeah. The last time I wrote, Dust in the Wind. Yes. I I think the last time I wrote out loud, it was like an English textbook. 
for like fourth or third graders. I, I feel like. Yeah, I always get a lot of pressure anytime so, I have to. So read when, something. You guys, when you guys, when you guys are like, oh god, when you guys are like, man, the seek outside guys only only read picture books. Just don't judge us. I honestly do. Uh, yeah. I honestly do only read the equivalent of adult picture books, which are like hunting magazines, and I flip through them and look at images. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's like magazines. I'll read. I'll read sub captions uh, from magazines, and that's yeah. about the extent <laughs> well, of my reading. I mean, like I'll read a book or two, but it is never out loud. No. I have never. I no. like never. When does anyone read out loud to themselves? Well, most of the time, if I read a book, I forget like the complete last paragraph that i just read get so to read it over it. Yep, yep, yeah. yep i only yep. read out loud if i'm sounding out words okay <laughs> <laughs> how many syllables is that do you yeah. clap along with yeah. Thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um all right yeah well ryan why don't we start with you yeah yeah um so this first submission uh so just want to reiterate we got a lot more we have some honorable mentions here um but we're just going to read the top three today um, and discuss who is walking away with the Silex. Uh, my submission that I chose is from John and Lisa Hibbard. Uh, they're members of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Uh, and they wrote us a nice piece about shitting in the woods. <laughs> you got to love a, a shit in the woods story. And especially your first shit in the woods. Because there's a lot of things that can go wrong there. And uh, I think this, it's incredible that someone remembers their first shit in the woods. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, you'll, you'll, as you read this story, as you listen yeah, to this story, yeah, you'll I kind of skimmed through your, your selection. Yeah. And it, it sounds like we might have an adult onset, onset adventurer or yeah. hunter. An um, adult onset sh- wood shitter. <laughs> wood shitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, city people. You know, unless you were grew up homeless or something like that, you, you're probably not used to shitting somewhere that's not a True. toilet. You know. True. You know. So. Or, or you're just hiking up 14 totally. years with your dad, and you know, you're just real slow. You got to find a bush along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, we experienced that last last week, and well, during the elk hunt, <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I just real quick. How could dude? Oh, hold on. <laughs> so you were with him. And he had a bad pooping experience. And you were with me at an, on another trip, and I had a, a very close call in the woods. You due, did, yeah. Due to no, some well, no, but See, the thing is that Ryan had the close call. I, I we were, oh, we you close. had the close call. We, we were both close, but he was there. Oh, man. <laughs> the, ride, I, the ride up to the, to the parking area, the morning, because we had went to this place called, what was it called? Taco no, Del Nar. Taco, Taco Del Nar. As you can imagine, in the name. It was very delicious. But. It's it's delicious, but the car ride up was was not enjoyable. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. you know just <clears throat> just two miles of of bumps oh, and God. you know just pushing all the just, just all the colon activity. Yeah, yeah, just bubbling. Like, yeah, just you can <laughs> feel it brewing. And um, so yeah, I, I had to had to make a quick run for it. Luckily, we made it to the to the grocery store. Um, Clutch. Again, not a huge fan of shitting in the woods, especially after my last experience where I fell not onto my shit, but I fell in. I was hunting what? a burned area. Dude, what? I was I was hunting a burned area, right? And it, it hit me. I had to do it, so found a log and uh, used that log graciously 
and as I was <laughs> as I was making the move to put my pants back on, I, f- I slipped, you know, because it's all like ash, slippery fucking right, snow yeah. ash. And um, yeah, fell back and my whole backside was just black with, with uh, post-fire ash. And, and uh, But not, at least it wasn't brown. At least it wasn't brown. <laughs> exactly. And I would call that the perfect segue. Next story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. yeah, let's get this thing red. <laughs> all right. All right. So John and Lisa Hibbard, uh, they titled this one, Just Drop Trow, What Could Go Wrong? I assume that a lot of things can go wrong, right? All right, so it begins out. In the backcountry, question mark. To a city girl that appreciates the benefits of indoor plumbing, question mark. I'll tell you what could go wrong. I grew up in Philly and never dropped trowel, in quotation marks, anywhere but in the privacy of a bathroom. My husband, an avid, avid hunter and outdoorsman, has in many states. I think it's how hunters must mark their territory somehow. <laughs> anyway, over the years, we have hiked, camped, glassed, and scouted for big game together. Always near plumbing, never far from a toilet, outhouse, or built-up privy. My husband has always wanted to go uh, to backcountry hunt and camp together and said that I need to uh, overcome this fear of going to the bathroom in the woods. So, like anything new I set out to do, I research. I just want to stop here. <laughs> I want to stop here. Researching is probably a good idea for anybody that's that's new. Sure. To uh, and I just want to preview another podcast episode. We do have one coming out about the backcountry bidet, uh, uh, which is very interesting. She should have used this. Yeah, she she probably should have. Could have been, could have been good in the research. Could have been. Could have been. But anyway, you were okay. too late. You couldn't help her. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what did she re- what did she look up? Did she read that one book? There's like a children's book about pooping in the woods. Did she read is that? Is that really? Yeah. Maybe she did. What is know. it called? I'll have to ask does her. Know? I'm going to look it up. I could read it if it had pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it does. Hold on. I'm, I'm yeah. going to look it up. You keep reading. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's lots of different ways to shit in the woods, right? I mean, there's there's all sorts of different techniques, right? You can grab the branch. You can go Superman reverse superman you know the crab walk there's all all different techniques all the positions yeah they should make some sort of like karma sutra on shitting in the woods honestly (laughs) (laughs) but all right back to the story how did so uh like anything new i set out to do i research how to dig holes types of toilet paper shovels and hinging hinging hovering over a log check 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 now now i am ready to practice (laughs) My husband is always accommodating when I want, want to try something new, so we planned a hike in North Central PA. It was decided. My first technique will be to cantilever my hind end over a log. <laughs> love the love the descriptive word there. <laughs> uh, yeah, cantilever. Is yeah. it cantilever or cantilever? I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, am I just being a redneck or something? Cantilever. Uh, Cantilever. I, I tried to say it more like French or something. I, Cantilever. I Cantilever. Yeah. <laughs> this seemed like the most like sitting on a toilet away from home, right? Uh, one beautiful one beautiful afternoon, we packed snacks. I drank a whole lot of water, and we set off for my new adventure. So it sounds like they planned this whole trip just to get this shitting in the woods, you know, on the books, which. Gotta, like, gotta love the dedication, right? That, that would be like my listen. girlfriend's least 
favorite <laughs> trip I've ever planned. <laughs> I know, I know. So I we're going to take this trip, <clears throat> and we're going to be far away from plumbing, and I'm going to help you to relieve yourself for the first time in the woods. That sounds like what's That's, going on here. Sounds like true, <laughs> true love right there. Um, as we hiked, my husband would point out spots and ask, how about now? I would say, nah, I wasn't ready, or I'd find something wrong with the location or something. Just not right with the log. So off we continue, further away from modern plumbing. Then, with a full bladder, we came upon a perfect throne. There was no turning back now. We had already hiked miles away from a perfectly wonderful porcelain toilet uh, in a home we pay mortgage on uh, to relieve myself like a hobo. <laughs> Uh, from about 10 feet away, my husband, the hiking caddy and lookout is trying to be encouraging while silently afraid I would lose my balance and he'd have to rescue me from tumbling backwards off the log into my own mess. I am not the most graceful person. I locate a spot on the log. That's a Ryan Sapina move right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right right there. You can relate. I've been there and I'm experienced in, in woods pooping, you know, uh, I clear the top. Uh, and tap it with a stick as my husband is uh, instructing from the distance. I finally, uh, yeah. What? I clear the top and tap it with a stick. Like her, wait. She finds a spot on the log, clears it, and taps it with a stick as my husband is instructing from a distance. Maybe this is like a thing in snake country. You gotta gotta try to get there. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So she's, She's prepping her. She's, she's prepping. The, she, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's prepping the the spot she's gonna sit on. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Where was I? Um, clear the top. Tap it with a stick as my husband is instructing from a distance. Finally, I drop trow. My pants at my ankles. I begin to descend towards the log. Nice. My husband calmly yet firmly states, <laughs> "Lisa, slowly walk towards me now. Now." Question mark. I'm confused and start to, to try to discuss this mid-squat. He keeps interrupting me and is quite persistent that I immediately start walking slowly backwards towards him. Then I try to pull my pants up and he pleads with me just to come towards him. So mid-squat, pants at my ankles, I shuffle back to him. As I approach, I ask, annoyed, if I can pull my pants back up. He says yes and tells me to look back at the log. There's now a huge rattlesnake coming uncoiled from under the log right where I was. Slowly, it was making its way across the log to get a better spot in the sun. The snake did did get a great spot in the sun. Me, however, got constipated for the rest of the week and took me years before I ever attempted to drop trow again. Well, and that is it. We, we were right on the snake. <laughs> yeah. <country. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. It is, yeah. Not, what, a, what a bad experience. Yeah, you know. Not Just, a, I, know, I definitely, you guys have seen the things like online. And for whatever reason, it's always in Australia of like the snakes coming up out of the toilet. Or right? the tarantula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that is like literally my biggest fear. So for a while there, because I heard that for some reason there were like spiders living under like the toilet or whatever. So for the longest time, I would always like lift up the toilet lid, boom, check, 
okay, we're good. Isn't, and isn't, then isn't it sit. funny, the ritual you develop as a kid? Yeah. Like you hear one scary thing, you're and like, you're just uh, like, yeah. you're like there, there's an alligator that's going to swim up my toilet bowl and get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could you, could you imagine having a snake bite you on your bare ass while you're taking a shit? Uh, rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think I'd be done with <laughs> with camping. The only thing I've come close to having that happen to me is I was, um, because I'm not a surface shitter. Um, I was, I was as digging. you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah nobody as you shouldn't yes, be. Nobody, nobody I should. was digging a hole with my boot, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, like with my heel and my, my toe, like digging at the ground, kicking it, whatever, right? Trying to get it as deep as I as I can. Also within the time that I have before I, I you know, I really need to go. Um, I must have disturbed like a ground bee's nest Ooh. or something. And so then I am pants like this gal, pants down around my ankles. And uh, a bee lands right underneath my belly button. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I go to swat it and he just, bam, gets Oof. me right underneath my belly button. And I was like, could you imagine? That was like... You know, he could have decided to land a couple inches yeah, lower. Yeah, a couple inches couple lower. Inches to the south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just snagged me right there. But uh, the, then the whole rest of the trip, I had like this swollen bump right here. And I was just so irritated by my, by my backpack, like hip belt. Ooh. And it was yeah. just, it just reminded me of my embarrassing time with my pants around my ankles getting attacked by bees. Oh. Angry bees. Yeah. That's not fun. I believe that's a hornet. <laughs> that you probably got hit yeah. by. Yeah, I don't know. Hornets nest yeah. in the ground. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It was yellow. Yeah. Stung me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but something painful. Yeah, yeah. it was That's painful. All you need to know. Yeah. Well, Lee, what is your story about? Well, Owen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Coors Light. On at three o'clock on cool. Tuesday, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mountains yeah, are blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five p.m. Eastern. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're good to go. Um. Okay. Well, on to my story. We're we're going to uh, we're going to announce the the placement of these stories after. Um. Where where are they placed in the top three? Um. <clears throat> do we know who this is by? There's no name on this. Piece of paper. Ooh, yeah, I got them right here on email. Let me pull it up real quick. So before quick I here. start, I've had I've had situations where I was in the back country doing the business, and I well, just one situation, I guess. But I've actually like been sitting there. And I used to never bring my rifle when I did it mm. hunting, and uh, I saw a herd of elk across the way, and I had to hike like two hundred yards back to camp to get my rifle. Jeez. across the way i was like man i could have just finished up here and just taken a quick little walk but yeah all the way back <laughs> damn that's that's a bummer i've i've actually been there before too um all right so this is william morgan cool all right so so this one is called blown up bows and archery bulls by a feller by the name of william morgan Um, so let's get right into it. This hunt wasn't planned to be an actual hunt, but more of a scouting mission slash gear drop for a friend who drew a coveted high country wilderness rifle tag in September. I decided that the, that, uh, blah, 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 blah. I decided 
to purchase an OTC either sex archery elk tag because it would be foolish to be in the woods without one. Our plan was for me to walk in. Uh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Why? Our plan was for me to walk. Jeez. <laughs> Our plan picture was for me. Next time, more more pictures, less yeah, words. Yeah, <laughs> William, more pictures, less words. Uh, our plan was for me to work half a day while my buddy drove up from the front range. Oh, poor bastard, and then drive <laughs> drive an hour to the trail, head to start uh, our pack into the wilderness area. But first, let's take a step back to a more than liberal employee happy hour at a local <laughs> brewery the day before. Once I got my affairs in order, we hit the road. When we arrived at the trailhead, the weather consisted of afternoon storms and cooler temps, which forced us to huddle under the topper of the truck while we put the final touches on our packs for the weekend. It was now late afternoon, and we knew we had a decent hike to get to our planned site. We set our packs alongside a fence, feet away while we ate a few snacks and drank some water. <clears throat> there were two other groups of hunters at the trailhead run one group, that was car camping and another two guys who were saddling up a few horses to head into the back country. Everyone was eager for opening day and you could feel it in the air. Um, I don't know if I would call that eager for opening day. I would call that more like uh, stressed for opening day. Seeing that many dudes at the trailhead. Yeah. Car camping, horses. <clears throat> that is a lot. Knowing you're going to have to do a, do a few miles. Yeah, I mean, you're basically racing horses back there. But, I mean, if you're excited, that's good. Um, as we were about to lock up the truck and grab our packs, we heard an eruption of guys yelling and horses galloping. Quickly, we turned and saw two horses barreling down the fence line directly at our packs and my bow. Both of us having horse experience, we attempted to slow or stop the spooked animals, but we knew we had little chance of succeeding as they stampeded over our gear. <clears throat> As they did, we watched my quiver catapult into the sky along with a slack bowstring and a cartwheeling bow. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, not fun after no. that drive. No, that's not what you want to see. Time seemed to stop as we stood in disbelief looking at an unstrung compound bow hours from the nearest archery pro shop. The other hunters quickly came over, shocked by what just happened and extremely apologetic. We sent them on their way to find their horses and told them not to worry about us. As we assessed the damage and gathered the quiver, we found the peep site. That's miraculous. Lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy crap. That's miraculous. Um, we realized everything was possibly functional if only we had the proper tools to reassemble my bow. Um, and you'll figure out this is why I chose the story, because this is crazy. <laughs> With the day quick and with the day quickly turning to evening, we located a set of Allen wrenches to back down the limbs of my back down the limbs to restring my bow. After several failed attempts, we needed to rethink our strategy. We looked around for other items that could assist us and found a couple large logs that we could that we could create a crude bow press out of. We chalked the logs, placed the limbs on each log while we pressed down on the riser to compress the limbs. Okay. Finally, we were able to get the string back on the cams and back in business. So they literally made a bow press Fashioned out of two press. logs and just someone leaning. What I would assume they'd have to be leaning over it with like two arms, you know, yeah. 
pressing down. I, no, that's that's, just crazy. that's scary. That's like that's <clears throat> yeah. a lot of the high stakes jack in the box. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the high stakes jack in the box. Um, now the question: Does it shoot? The other hunters who were car camping happened to have a target and were generous enough to let us take a few shots. First shot was in the dirt, five yards shy, while he was standing at twenty yards. Oof. Time is ticking. A couple quick adjustments and a half dozen arrows later, found my 30-yard pin on point and called it good. Hmm. Only a half dozen. That's surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. Um, and you can do a lot at that 30 yards. Um, yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> now it is becoming evening and we have a five-mile trek ahead of us. We put boots to the ground and headed off only to make it a few miles before it got, do- got dark. <laughs> That night, we heard a few distant bugles and decided in the morning we should do a quick sit. I'm assuming on a wallow. Um, around 8 a.m., we moved to the planned site and we scat- that we scattered on Google Earth. With no exaggeration, we bumped into half a dozen other camps. Um, they stopped at a camp to chat with a hunter, and he told them that they couldn't leave without taking a lucky pull of Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> After I mean, that is, point, is any pull of Crown Royal not lucky? Yeah, that's that's my kind of camp right there. Yeah, I know it's against yeah. what Lee likes to do, but yeah, <laughs> no, there is absolutely no drinking before something has been killed. Me, me, and Ryan had zero. <laughs> we did, we did. Yeah, yeah. So, we did. We did. I, I always carry the Nalgene full of tequila. <laughs> it's worth its weight. Yeah, hey, every day, <clears throat> every day you get skunked, you do a few pulls, yep. cry, do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nine day season, you might wake up a little hungover on the tenth day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my thought process is, you're there for hunting, not not drinking, not partying. Yeah, but you know, alcohol has a lot of calories in it. You know, you got to worry warm about up. calorie it's cold consumption. Out. It's ten degrees, but one tequila morning. does not have a lot of calories in it. That's good. Well, it's more than it's water. Like, it's like weight loss you know? and water, and it's yeah. all the good things and yeah, spicy. Yep. And spicy. It wakes spicy. you up. It warms you up. Gets you, yeah. gets you nice and perked up. Um, okay, so after that point, we veered off the trail with only a mile and a half from where we planned on stopping to set up camp in the first place. About an hour later, we dropped our packs near a creek to fill our water and decided to take a rest on a small knoll. We all know about knolls. They're not good places. And now it was nearing 10.30 a.m. and we realized an elk... Let me start that over. Now it was nearing 10.30 a.m., and we realized any elk movement will most likely be done for the rest of the day. Just as we said that, we heard a mew, and then another, and another, and another. Looking down across a small valley, we saw 40 cows and several bulls getting ready to bed for the day. Now this trip turned from a scouting mission into a hunt. We had a lot of day ahead of us, so we decided to pitch camp, and for the rest of the day, that evening, our plan found us hooking around to the south to play the dropping thermals on where we suspected the elk to be bedded. So they've dropped camp, and now they're going after the elk with the broken boat. Good luck. <clears throat> Just as we began to get into position, we bumped a five-point. However, he wasn't sure what we were and was calmed with a few mews and calf calls. As we get into position for the evening, I ranged a stump in the middle of the park, surrounded by aspens, exactly 30 yards. So this guy literally has no room for error. <laughs> <laughs> we sat and swapped stories of hunts from our youth to pass the time. 
With minutes left of legal shooting light, the curiosity of our cow calls from earlier got to the bull. He had to see who or what bumped him earlier that evening. Curiosity kills the cat, just saying. As he stepped into the small park, he stood right next to the stump and presented a broadside 30-yard shot. Nearly 24 hours prior, we had just restrung my bow between two stumps and sighted in for 30 yards. Now, we are standing over my first archery bull. Boom. Damn, man. I mean, just getting a, a perfect broadside shot at 30 <clears throat> yards is crazy enough on archery elk after calling. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but... <laughs> I, can't, I can't get a perfect broadside shot during rifle season. So. <laughs> yeah. my, my thing is, like, how do you restring a bow over... T- That's absurd. I would, like, I would like to have seen it, um, you know, done in person. Yeah, yeah. Because That's I can only YouTube imagine video. of what it looks like, right? Yeah. No, that's a good YouTube video. I'd have, I mean, I'd have like, a lot of I'd have a lot of fear. I'd be standing back. I wouldn't, I'd go I wouldn't, home. I wouldn't want to be the guy pressing yeah. down. No, no. 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 That would, that would no. You'd be like logs. Well, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, smack you in the ears, dude. One time, my dad shot a um, arrow. Well, he shot his bow without an arrow on it, and Oof. you know the string exploded, and he had like a welt the size of his whole forearm, just lacerated that's it was brutal that's the whole reason i won't shoot uh back tension one because i I really don't think i need to there's another one (laughs) two um because i've I've watched a dude get so worked up about his back tension release that he forgot like he was like trying to learn it and it was frustrating him and he was scared to pull back with all of his, you know, just to pull it back because he was scared it would go off, um, that he couldn't control it well. And so I'm watching him do this, and he's so worked up about this release, he doesn't put an arrow in his, um, he doesn't knock an arrow on his hmm. bow. Pulls back, bam! <laughs> just wrecks the whole thing. That's oh. absurd. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm just gonna stick I'm just gonna stick with the old thumb trigger or whatever yeah. and collar. Good. Yeah, <laughs> now, I suppose it's a question for you two, but all my bow experience is trad bow. Mm-hmm. I've never hunted with a bow, <laughs> but all the bows I've shot have been trad. Is it sketchier on a compound bow? Because I wouldn't be as scared on a trad to like re restring it. No, and actually it's it's a lot easier to restring your trad bow because you can you can just, you know, bend those limbs. You can just, you know, pull it down with your hand. Yeah. Um, and you can have another string ready to go. Like, you can make up as many strings as you'd like. The only thing is that when, you, when you're, like, tuning your bow and your arrows, that string has a lot to play mm-hmm. in, what, in, in how your arrow flies. The, you know, and it, it's a whole science between the weight of the arrow you know, what's your FOC, the string, how, you know, the, yeah. the weight of your actual bow, what kind of bow it is, long, recurve. Um, there, there's people out there who know a lot more about it than I do. But, uh, you know, you would definitely have to, you could restring it super easy, but you definitely have to take a couple more shots with it before you just like. That makes sense. Yeah. Call they're good. The, the fact that he found the peep site, is for those who don't know what a peep side is i mean it's literally smaller than a than a dime 
Oh, it's yeah. like, I mean, it's, and it's black. And most so of the time it's it, black. Yeah. And, and you're trying to find that in September in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. all green. Good luck, man. It looks like the same. Everything looks like a rock. At yeah. That yeah. What, what could have uh, made his story even better is if you would have fashioned a peep site out of something that he found. He whittled a peep site. That, that would be, that would be, that would be, that would be crazy. That would yeah. be insane. But still, still a great story. And he was successful out of it. So I, I would assume that his, the one thing I didn't understand, it must have been a, a September rifle high country mule deer hunt. Did he specify that in there? No, he didn't. Hold on. Let me, let me reread that. Cause um, that rifle. Cause if he could get wilderness over the, white rifle tag in September, I'm, I'm assuming it's an elk tag. Um, but then it's in how Colorado. Could he, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and it's got to be in Colorado because he's talking about the Front Range, and it's and it's only a few hours away. So, so it'd have to be some. It would. I, how I do bet I it not know mule, about this? I bet it was a mule deer tag. <laughs> mule deer tag. Because, because I mean, that's yeah. the only September rifle season that I know about. In is Colorado. that is the mule deer tag? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, that I must mean, have been it. it. Could be it. Yeah. Um, which is sweet. Um. But they went out for elk. But now it was a scouting. But now, if you know like where those tags like. are given oh, out, like now, okay, now everyone knows where you're going. Mm-hmm. If Uh-oh. you know where those tags are given out, well, yeah. there's only elk there, so don't bother. Yeah. yeah, they didn't see any. They didn't see any deer. There's only elk. Well, I have a story from James Higginbottom. This one's pretty freaking wild. Yeah, I I will this say I have read it and. <clears throat> if this happened to me, I, I would just, every single person I saw, I would tell because it's just kind of insane. I was recently in Florida. So, and did, this I, is from, just so we're clear, James Higginbotham. Florida man witnesses. Florida <laughs> man. Yes, that yes. is. Yeah, we're going to title this for him. Yeah. Florida man. Yeah. This would only happen <laughs> in Florida. Why is it always Florida? <clears throat> well, I'm ready. And after giving all these guys crap about storybooks, you guys are probably going to hear the worst reading from me. So <laughs> Perfect. Anyway. He did include a lot of pictures with this one, so that's good. That is right. There's about four. They're all very beautiful <laughs> and in black and white for me. And in black and white. I did a three-day backcountry hunt of sorts in Florida for hogs one time. The WMA I was hunting has limited access points, so you have to canoe or hike in from a single location operated by a private vendor for the state of Florida. I had a square stern canoe with a trolling motor that allowed me to get about five miles up the creek to a more remote spot to camp. I had hunted and canoed this WMA several times before and had seen many gators, but not like this trip. For whatever reason, this time I saw more alligators than I could count, many of them well over 10 foot. Can I just say that I would much rather be in the woods with grizzlies than in the water with alligators. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah I can't do much in water. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you, you, you going to do? You could try to poke their eyes. But although, although I mean, that's kind yeah, of the same thing as like, never mind. I mean, they're... <laughs> what <laughs> it's the same thing as what I was, I was like, like like there's just there's there's more planes in the sea than submarines in the sky you know so there's like Ooh. going into gray's country you aren't guaranteed to die if you go into waters with alligators <clears throat> you're probably done yeah you know yeah the water things are not fun i just listened to a podcast on the I u.s s <laughs> indianapolis where they all the dudes got s- stranded at sea for three days and yeah, 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 people were just getting picked <laughs> off by sharks. Terrible. And uh, yeah, after three days, like they they got rescued in like three days, 
And a lot of the people that rescued them said that the survivors had like already gone crazy after three days. Oh, I bet. Three days. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot to lose your shit, but they did because they were just yeah. seeing their buddy getting freaking picked off by sharks and they oh, didn't know they were who so was scared next. full of yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. Which this guy talks about. I noticed that the larger <coughs> ones were there. That were there were oh goodness. I'm so sorry. I feel like we gotta leave these in. Even mine. <laughs> leave mine in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just from, a... from from the educated group at Seek Outside. Yeah. <laughs> we are college educated. Yeah. We all went to college folks, uh, but uh as you can see it didn't really <laughs> they don't ask you to read out loud in college. No, 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 <laughs> no, they don't. We, I read in my head. Yeah. I noticed that the largest ones that were oh my goodness. The creek <laughs> the creek was wide and slow. And the smaller <laughs> ones were uh, where where the creek was narrow and fast. I chose to camp along the creek next to shallow, narrow, fast or current area. A smaller alligator came right up to my camp both nights, unfearful of my campfire. After three days and two nights of See? hunting, with several close calls on hogs without connecting, I packed up and started the trip back downstream. The battery for my trolling motor ran out of juice, so soon after getting underway, so I was just paddling along. I had both a compound bow and a 20-gauge slug gun with me. Both are legal, legal, but I'm primarily an archery hunter. I almost kept the slug gun out for just in case of a, of a feral hog that might be along the creek on the way back up, but stowed it away. About a mile or two downstream, I floated past one of the many huge alligators I had seen on this trip. The only concern I had about them is the creek is pretty shallow, and I was a little worried that I might hit one on the canoe oh God. or my paddle, and it would flip me when, I, when, when startled. That would be terrifying. I I've, would literally... We're talking about shitting? I would shit my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, so, swear to God, on my mother... That happened to me in Costa Rica. We were doing a kayak trip <clears throat> down a river, and the mm. guide was like paddling in front of us, and he the coyote, sticks, huh? The coyote? <laughs> no, the the yeah. I'm an illegal immigrant. People. Um, <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be people. It could be drugs. What'd you go down? What'd you go down to Costa Rica for? Well, business. No, that's that's a, <laughs> it was, it was a business trip. Yeah, business trip. But no, he was paddling and. You know, one of his his paddles. There was an explosion in the water, and he ended up being a caiman. But you know, caimans are a little bit smaller. It's probably like a four oh. foot one, is what he said. But still terrifying nonetheless. Well, I'm going to continue on. All right. This one, like a lot of the others, slowly slid in the water as I passed. It was one of the wide and slow parts of the creek, almost pond-like in appearance. Right after that. A hog came running out of the palamentos, right to the water's edge, and stood for a second. I immediately tried to get the slug gun out of its case and attempt to get the shot. That is when three hunting dogs came crashing through the brush on the hog's trail. The hog jumped into the water and started swimming across the creek. With the three dogs right behind it, the alligator that had slid into the water and I had momentarily forgot about popped its head above the water and headed straight for the hog it did something i'd never seen before it swam with its head up above the water like a duck or something <laughs> it grabbed the hog in its mouth and the pig started squealing loudly i guess this excited the dogs because they went straight for the pig despite the alligator i was frozen for a minute 
with a slug gun, half out of its case in my hands while watching three dogs, a feral pig, and an alligator go at it in, a, in the middle of a swampy creek. That's insane. <laughs> I So I think I've heard two bears fight in the woods before, and it sounded crazy. I think. I think it was two bears. I could not imagine that sound. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That sound has to be insane. This howling. The and, hiss of and, the alligator. Yeah, oh, the howling, yeah. the barking, the, the squealing of the pigs. Pigs. splashing water yeah that all has stuff. to sound insane <clears throat> yeah the pig managed to get loose and started swimming for the opposite bank that's when the alligator grabbed the nearest dog and disappeared below the surface <laughs> the other two dogs were treated quickly the way they came the hog made it to the shore and started running down the bank right at me i snapped out of my moment of being stunned and managed to drop a slug into my gun and put the crosshairs of the scope on the pig just as it disappeared in the brush without getting a shot talk about the most unlucky pig for a day alligator and then 10 seconds after he thinks he's safe some guy puts scope on <laughs> yeah but he got away yeah, yeah. no he escaped a 20 gauge slug and an and alligator a, a, and, and hunting dogs and hunting dogs and hunting dog. what an animal <laughs> Man, I, tur- I turned back towards the spot in the creek where the, cor- the congregation of animals took place, and there wasn't the slightest ripple or even a bubble. There is no sign an alligator was laying on the bottom with a hunting dog in his mouth. I called out to see if the owners of the hunting dog were in earshot, but got no reply. After a few minutes of contemplating what I had just witnessed, I had nothing to do but put my gun away and continue back to the canoe launch and access point. I still have the gun. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! yeah, I'd yeah. Oh hell yeah! I would I would be ready to pop a gator <laughs> in yeah. a moment's notice. I retold the story of the workers or to the workers at the canoe rental and camp store because they know the local game warden who is stationed there during the season. I gave them my number to give to him just in case he wanted to pursue the running of dogs on a WMA where they were illegal or the missing dog but never heard from him. What a, that. I want to know how he knows they're hunting dogs. Like, are they hunting dogs or are they wild dogs? Because I know that there are some wild dogs down there just from... Oh, yeah. Y- yeah. You know, like... No, fa- I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, feral dogs, I guess. Is, yeah, feral, wild, know, whatever. Well, whatever and people down there, they just let their dogs, you know, romp about. You know, if you got 20 acres, you just let your dogs go. And this is on a this is on a WMA, so there's probably not any private <laughs> for a while. That's true. It's a pack of them. You yeah. never know. You know, they, if they had a collar on. Maybe yeah, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of is they've got to have like a collar on with like a little antenna. You know, like yeah. someone's tracking them. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's a wild story. What? I mean, all three of these are pretty crazy stories that. Um, you know, yeah, some I of them would, are crazy, like, like, uh, like adrenaline crazy. Like that one would have to have been like your oh, adrenaline yeah. gets yeah. going. Some of them are crazy, like this guy's. Like, how do you re, you know, like rebuild your bow on a stump on two stumps? And that one is crazy, like, you know, there. Yeah. That just goes to show you there are so many things that can happen to you at a moment's notice. That you just don't think about. Exactly. You're taking the shit, all of a sudden you get bit by a rattlesnake, your husband has to suck venom out of your butt. 
Yeah. <laughs> put your pack down, gets ran over by horses. <laughs> yeah. You're floating down a river in Florida and you watch a dog, a hog, and <laughs> it sounds like a, a Dr. Do- Seuss <laughs> Yeah. A dog, a hog, and an alligator. Dog, a hog, and an alligator on a log. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If Dr. Seuss was a, was a columnist for Western Hunter, you'd have a story right there. But yeah, no, there was there was some great stories. Just want to give a quick shout out to Jaden Ockenden. He had a pretty good one uh, about a sheep hunt. J- these are just some honorable mentions, and then we're gonna kind of discuss who the winner was. Scott Savola, <clears throat> uh, Kyle Rally. Uh, you know, we we had a a decent amount of really good was, submissions. Was uh, Jaden's the one about the sheep hunt and the grizzly bear? Yeah. No, yep. that's that, that's that's adrenaline. I'll, I'll give you a, a very large honorable mention, Jaden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good job, <laughs> yeah. job Jaden. Yeah. No, there. I mean, there was there was definitely some good ones. We had one um, about you know, we had a, a few about grizzlies, grizzly country. You know, cutting up an elk and grizzlies come along. Um, great stories, but these ones, I feel like we all kind of agreed that they were different yeah they were they were all pretty well written well written kind of not kind of, well read yeah not well yes, read, not well <laughs> read. <laughs> key point there key now point I, there. I don't know about you guys but if it were up to me if it were up to me after listening and hearing all the stories i would say florida is the most crazy the florida florida man we'll title it florida man florida man is the craziest i think that the unfortunateness of the horse running over the bow is mm-hmm. is pretty high i would be real mad like if i set my rifle down and a horse just knocked the scope off of it i'd be i'd be upset i yeah what would i do so great job for them for in- ingenuity and stuff and then the drop and trowel that's just hilarious and yeah. what, what what a what a first experience you would have i mean that would scar me so yeah i, I don't know i don't know what you guys think i i think I agree. Florida man is first, number one, just for sheer craziness of a situation. Um, and I would vote. And and he he included pictures of yeah. the alligators, yeah. the the dog prince, <clears throat> and there was another picture on there that he even gave his hand alongside the dog prince for scale. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can have, tell we have, it wasn't. We have pictures of yeah. Gators, I believe, and again, these are in black and white. And we got a picture of dog prints, and we got pictures of him going down the river. And as you know, we all three like pictures quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like pictures. I like me some pictures. <laughs> I feel like that was just that. That was that was wrong of me to do. I I used a southern accent to convey stupidity. Yeah, dude. What are what are you trying to say there? I don't know. Hey, hey, that was rude. I got people in the south, man. We I have was people in the south. <laughs> we have people in the we south. We have people in the south. I was in the south. Shouts out to Nathan. Just, yeah, I was just in the south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, poor Nathan. <clears throat> smart, yeah. smart man. Smart man. Smart. And man. I am sorry that I just used your accent, which is probably your really bad accent, yeah. to convey stupidity. Yeah. Apologies. I mean, there's, stu- Let us there's stupid people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think that's, I think we have a very clear winner in Florida the Florida man. story. Yeah. Florida um, man number numero uno. So uh, will, will we be reaching out to James then about we, his winning of a brand new Seek Outside Silex? 
you know, yes. we will. We're going to give him a chance to listen to the episode uh, to uh, to reach out to us. But yeah, we'll we'll reach out to him. I mean, that was that was a great story. Or maybe um, we yeah. won't. I'm just kidding. We'll, <laughs> maybe we won't. We'll, we'll reach out to you. Maybe it's up yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. James. Yeah. Yeah. First person to DM us on Instagram after with the, the name of James. <laughs> James. Winter Silent. We're just kidding. You have to have the names of James Higginbotham. Higginbotham. Watch watch someone make make an IG profile with that name just just for that. Just please, for the silent. Yeah. Yeah. With photo ID. Yeah. Photo ID. <laughs> photo now, ID. Now, now this has gotten so much complicated. Last four <laughs> year social. <laughs> Last four year social. Yeah, we need it all. Mother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 No, but okay. uh, so yeah. who's so who's second? Who do, who do we think is second? <sighs> Bowman. I think. Bowman. I think. I think Bowman. Bowman is is second. That's a pretty pretty crazy story and very very fortunate if you think about it. You know, like a lot more that could have gone just, wrong there. A line, yeah. yeah you the know, stars, yeah. the stars, the stars yeah. are, have a line, especially finding the peep. Because without the peep, you're done. Yeah. Unless you want to aim down the arrow of your compound, which is kind of weird. I mean, how do you aim that? Yeah. With with using a peep for that long, how do you go from? Boop, yeah. Aiming down I mean, here, you don't. I yeah. think that is just think, a solo. It, that I think is, you make your drive home. Yeah, that's a solo. <laughs> I would solely a scouting mission at that point. I just, I'm being honest, I would have left. I'd yeah. Been like. Fuck this! I'm, I'm out. going home. Yeah, I gotta go to a bow shop. I'm like I'm home. not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even. Depending on how long. What if they only had like two days to hunt? I'm gone. It's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm going back to the brewery I was at the night before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounded like they had a, be- a good time there. Yeah. Um. So then that means that uh, that uh, drop drow is is third. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was still an amazing story, and I thought it was one of the better written ones. I yeah, it was written yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Written very well. Um, but we were looking for crazy stories. And, we were. Yep. And I've never. I maybe it's just maybe it's because we all live in the Southwest. But hearing about a man. Do we live in the Southwest? I think it's the Southwest, right? I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you look at the U.S. Divide it into quadrants. Southwest. We're Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're we're kind of mm-hmm. in between Northwest and Southwest. We're in the Central West. We're, yeah. We live in Colorado. <laughs> where there are no West, alligators. Yeah, where, where there are no, no alligators. If I ever go and fish on the Colorado River and there's an alligator, I'm leaving this state. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do hear that we have some like baby uh, uh pygmy rattlesnakes up yeah. in the back. Yeah. So oh, we got yeah. we got tons of rattlesnakes. I mean I've, I've Well, I mean, but not but like here, yeah, but there's like farther up the valley. We got rattlesnakes in in all aspects. Dude, we got freaking scorpions here. Count me out. Don't come to Colorado. Don't come to Colorado. <laughs> it's away. not a fun place. Move Stay to this. away from Colorado. Yeah. Move to hot. Chicago. And Wyoming and Montana and that, Idaho and part of Utah. You just told him to come to everywhere. Please, come on. No, <laughs> no stay away. You were saying stay away. Things, yeah. pe- things want to kill you. That is true. Especially, yeah, basically everywhere. Like even yeah. driving down the interstate. Things want to kill you. Things want to kill you. Yeah. Deer. Oh, elk. Deer. 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 Roads. I-70. I-70. Rocks. Rocks yeah. coming Rock off slides. of the top of the mountain on I-70. Yeah. Rock slides, freaking mud slides, all, all the death. Avalanches. <laughs> so much fires. death. So much death. So that much property damage. Yeah. Well. Hail. If you go on the front range, there's oh. hail. Oh, golf And tornadoes. Tornadoes. 
all the bad stuff. I want to kill you. I don't even like it. I don't even like the air. <laughs> I don't even want to be I'm here. Moving. I'm moving. Sad. I don't even want to be here. Well, I think we got to give James a round of applause real quick. James. Yeah. Thank you, James. I'm, Appreciate you. I can't. He, Lee is tapping his the, Coors Light can. He's it's like, the Colorado <laughs> salute right yeah, there. Yeah, it's the Colorado salute. Tap on a Coors Light. Well, yeah. I just did the same thing, too. Sweet. I think we just, wanna... uh, just said a Southern, was talking in a Southern accent, talking about beer. Oh, but they do like to drink down there, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. You know? is, yeah. But everybody How else are you going to keep that? But game? they also have yeah. excellent barbecue down south. They do. Excellent barbecue. Nice. They are very nice. They are very nice. nice. I feel like very i got to nice. start saying good things about them or else. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. I don't even have that many followers. <laughs> <laughs> You're screwed. Hey, you got more than Owen, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not, I think Owen is more than Owen. Uh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I did do a hype auditor uh, audit on him, and uh, he, he did buy his followers. Well, well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. You go ahead. We, no, you, wait. You, no. Me? No, you. No, you. Oh, okay. no, please. Thank you, everybody, for who put their... Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, who submitted to the podcast. Yeah, and we yep. appreciate all the great stories as we did read all of them. We just happen to think that these three were the best. Yeah, and and uh, stay tuned because we got a few more giveaway things coming mm-hmm. in the podcast future. Mm-hmm. Might mm-hmm. we're we're talking about possibly doing a little radio call in style giveaway, mm-hmm. well, a couple so, trivia's. So what you got to do for that? is you got to go join our Facebook group called Seek Outside Adventures. It's not just our Facebook page, but our Facebook group, Seek Outside Adventures, because that's where we're going to be posting a lot of the questions first, and you got to be the first caller to answer correctly. So if you want the advantage to get, you know, a lot of the, a lot of this free, I, I know that we, we got, got some cool stuff. We, we, do, got- we got some like first first edition like tarps or like prototype tarps. I know, like for for specifically, we have those. We got we got packs. We got like packs in, and Owen's got to get out of here. He's got to go to the gym. So me and Lee are gonna continue are on. You with going this. to the gym? Yeah. He's got to get the GTL, bro. Yeah. Gym well, time. I don't know. I don't know. I got 13 minutes to make it there. Uh-huh. Am I gonna make it? All Do you right have to be there at 4:30? Yeah, What's are you working happen? out it's with classes? someone? I have to go to spin class, guys. No. Just uh-huh. kidding. No. Yeah. You Zumba? Know, is it Zumba? It is Zumba. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's dance class, guys. Oh, uh, we know, dude. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get them moves going. I bet you I bet you biking. if we all did Zumba for like a good month that we would get whipped in the shape. All right, I oh, got yeah. I gotta go get swole so I can hike up the mountain and get it elk next year. Thanks for thanks Prepping. everybody for listening to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Peace. Thanks, Owen. Do an ASMR outro. ASMR. Um, but yeah. Back to what we were saying, um, you know, we got some first gen, uh, we got some really cool packs, you know, packs in colors that we don't offer anymore. Got yep. a, I saw a white X pack one. Yep. <clears throat> Basically what we're doing, cool stuff. we're cleaning out Kevin's garage. Kevin, the owner of Seek Outside, we're just going to clean out his garage. Too it, much stuff. Too much stuff. <laughs> you we're, were just we're, we're helping too Angie out. Stuff. Yeah. We're helping Angie out with this whole thing. Um, and. Uh, so yeah, just stay tuned. Um, we're going to be doing some trivia stuff, um, some more giveaways. 
Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate you guys for uh, sticking with the podcast here. We are also going to be doing a sneak peek of 2022 products coming up here too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got some some good stuff coming down the pipe for you. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, hopefully this episode wasn't too vulgar for you. Um, and if it was, it then was... that sucks for you. But <laughs> <laughs> then, then that sucks. Then that sucks. Um, yeah. Man, this was fun. It was. We need to do more things like this. And I think, I think with that, with the giveaways that we're going to be doing on the, on the, you know, the podcast through the Facebook group, we're going to have a lot of more fun like this, man. Yeah. This is fun. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. See ya.